Hello there and welcome back to another podcast on enhanced motherhood and um, today I actually wanted to talk about the possibility of children returning to school um, next week Monday the 1st of June here in the UK. So the British government have made a decision that schools will be open for children um, in a, a phased manner. So it means that not all school children would be going to school. Um, You would be having reception class children year one and year six. So we'll just cover the primary stage for now. And the other uh, year groups um, won't be. So they will just remain at home as they already are and would just continue as normal as they have been for the past few months. And as I said, the government have decided reception year one and year six um, are to return to school. Um, And in my personal opinion, I personally believe that it's not the right time to do that. I think that a lot has been quite overwhelming for the country for the people here in the UK Um, this goes a lot deeper than opening schools up now or in a couple of months back in March we kept watching and witnessing things that were happening around different countries um, around the world so a long time maybe January February we obviously came you know we we came to understand that a virus broke out in china and the city of wuhan where it's believed it first originated um the government there decided to close down the entire city i don't think i've even heard of such a thing in my whole life to be honest um it kind of sounds like a, a chernobyl thing if you if you really think about it it's like okay just just get people out of this vicinity so this virus breaks out an entire city is closed down that already caught the minds of people because when you've had other other um virus pandemics like the swine flu and you know you'd hear of ebola like i remember hearing about ebola twice you know in the past 10 years or so and there was like the Zika virus, you hear these things and um, you know no, there was no one ever closed the city down and people talked about it like washing hands and stuff like that but something happened with this virus, with coronavirus, COVID-19 and that is a whole city was closed and then another city was closed and you just kept getting reports of people dying, people dying and it was starting to become far beyond just just wash your hands and you know stay away from people okay and then things became a bit more complicated because now that there's iran iran's having major cases and then all of a sudden italy becomes this um epic center as they've been saying so we've been listening and listening and you could feel the anxiety starting to build up all the way here in the uk you know and then 
parents and other people were starting to feel like, shouldn't we be doing something here now? Cases have already been reported here in the UK. Um, People have already begun dying from it. So shouldn't we do something now before we become like the other countries? By that point, I think it was too late when the UK made a decision, the British government made a decision to implement any form of lockdown or, you know, any anything that was going to make life no longer normal, what we were used to. Going to a restaurant or a coffee shop, going to the library, even going to the park, even going to the shops, the supermarket, your local shop next door, was no longer a normal thing. It was something that you actually had to think about. Going to the Tesco's next next door, you know, was, you know, I'd sit at home thinking, if I go to Tesco now, there's going to be a, a massive queue outside because people are standing two metres apart. They're only letting a couple of people in at a time. And I don't really want to stand outside just so I can go buy a larger bottle of milk. Um, even though it's cheaper to buy it in Tesco than it is to buy at the shop right next door. So the things that we were used to doing were no longer a normal thing. It was something you really had to think about. And so before the lockdown became a prominent word in our vocabulary, parents were already starting to save their children from school because parents were already believing that, listen... Something that's been happening in China all of a sudden made its way into Iran. All of a sudden, it's made its its way to Italy, and now it's starting to really spread to a point where it's becoming dangerous. I don't feel even comfortable my children going to school. But schools kept issuing letters telling parents the government has not yet told us what exactly to happen. We're following what the government is saying. So your children are still expected back in school and should you not bring your child to school, it will be considered unauthorised absence. So even then, parents felt like they couldn't even take control of the situation regarding their own children because if a parent decided, I don't feel comfortable with what's going on. I'd rather keep my child at home. Schools were already standing in the way saying, the government hasn't said anything. Therefore, you cannot do as you please until we tell you what to do. Eventually, the government issued a lockdown and the closure of schools. Sure enough. Now, after two or three months or so, the government is now saying that schools should open in a phased manner. So children have been at home, homeschooling. They have been at home with families, their parents, their other siblings. They've been, you know, people, families have been doing things that they probably haven't done in years or maybe ever because what this virus has ended up doing was giving families and people time, believe it or not. And so 
baking was no longer a thing that you had to find time to do with your own children. It was just something that you could do because <laughs> you were making time pass. There was a lot of different things happening. Yes, there are parents who were so, so lucky to even have a job and work from home. And if anything, what this virus has shown is that being able to work from home is actually a very real thing. Like, you know, you don't actually have to go to an office. You don't even need to go to a physical school for your child to be educated. All you need is just a bit of planning, um, a bit of structure, knowing what you're doing, how you're going to do that, maybe making provisions for children. For example, uh, my daughter didn't have a, a laptop. Um, the other one did. The second daughter had actually broken her one. So the school made a provision. They provided my second daughter with a laptop so that she could access school information and school subjects and schoolwork that she could do from home and they started introducing google classroom meetings where you know they would have like quizzes and you know conversations with their teachers via video call and that was actually like something that no one even imagined was a, a thing or even possible but it just showed that this could happen because we have created a world where home school is not just for parents who you know don't believe in the school system but actually anybody can have that kind of lifestyle if they choose schools can change where children are not forced into a classroom to learn maths and English and then every so often they can have a dance class for half an hour or a music class for half an hour you know every week or so schools can actually become a very very different place and you know at home children can still spend time learning but in a more flexible way in a more calm way where they're not expected through those gates at 10 to 9 in the morning or so before the bells go off and if the bells go off they're marked as late and teachers know not even realizing what parents have to do just to get their children through school before the bells ring no one asks the parent hey how are you um is there anything we can do to make your time getting your kids ready for school easier they're just more concerned with making sure the child goes through those gates and the child is sitting down and the child is learning the mathematics and the English things that a lot of people don't even know about anymore and that's what seems to be the issue and then on top of that they give kids homework so that the parents have to sit down and actually try to figure out what on earth they have to do at all and this lockdown just threw all of that out the window and if parents homeschooled, they did. If they didn't, they did not. But schools became more engaged with children because you cannot just leave children to not have any form of education. All it needs is, as I said, a bit of planning, a bit of structure, a bit of creativity and imagination. Other countries have been doing so. And on top of that, homeschooling parents have been doing this for years, years and years educating their children at home and their children still get to 
have a good education, even though it's being done at home? What can the government actually do to make, to take advantage of the time we're in now? Do we really, really want to go back to the way things were? Do we want to go to those school runs that were so stressful? Do we want to, you know, put our children in a in a classroom and, and you know, forcing academics into their heads, even though some children are just not cut out for that because actually their brains are more designed for the subjects that for some reason the education system only allows for half an hour weekly or maybe even two weeks. You know, like the drama and performance and music. So I just feel like the government is potentially rushing this but my concern is not so much you know should we change the education system maybe that's a conversation for another time my concern is this push to send the smallest of the children all the way back to school how can you say that a year one child gets to go to school but not a year two child what why would you even think that is a normal thing to do why would you think that in the midst of a, of a pandemic, it hasn't reduced, it's still there, people are still dying, people are still catching it, social distancing is still enforced, Tesco still has a line outside, the Turkish shop next door still has a line outside, you know, going to the park still has all these rules and regulations surrounding it, and yet... They still believe that it's okay, perfectly okay, to send little children to school. On top of that, they want to do it in a way where the classroom size is now reduced and that children themselves adhere to the social distancing policy. How can you expect children to even know what two metres apart from other people is? How can you even expect children to be able to fully get education and and child development all those beautiful things that build a child up if you're forcing them out of their house where they're actually comfortable and happy and you know you know parents could be like okay let's do a little bit of some some English today or some some music or something and you say that that is not good enough the education that the parents are you know, finding ways, the creative ways to do it for their kids, our government is saying, this is not good. We have to put children back in school. This is what they need. Sure, we'll reduce classroom sizes from 30 to 15 children. Sure, we will stop children from even touching anything just in case the virus is on there. Sure, we will tell children, no, you cannot hug or even touch your friend because your friend might catch something or your friend might already have something. Why are we thinking that this is okay to send little four, five-year-olds, six-year-olds? My son is six years old. He is in year one. And my this government believes that my son should go to school, but my year five and year four daughters should stay at home. My husband is at home working I have a little baby at home who I don't really want anywhere outside the house because I don't want to risk her life like that so why should I send my son to school where he could potentially catch something maybe it won't affect him 
somehow nature has made children quite immune to this situation. But what if he passes it on to me or to his dad? What then? So shouldn't we be waiting to see how things go? Shouldn't we be waiting to see levels drop? These numbers drop in hospitals where the NHS itself, the the doctors and the nurses, these key workers that we clap for every week, which apparently they say this week we're probably going to just stop with the clapping until they say numbers have stabilized. I haven't seen one person die from this virus in, in weeks. Shouldn't that be an indication that maybe, just maybe, things could finally change for the better? That going back to restaurants is something that we can do once again. We're going to the park, you can meet whoever you want without fearing that police might turn up and say, there's too many of you. And then we can actually have our normal lives back. So my opinion is this, that schools shouldn't open just yet because the lockdown was implemented too late. If the government had done something even a couple of weeks earlier, things could have been very different, but it was left too late. And so I would say that we need to wait off this summer Come September, and we'll see how things are going. Because maybe they can start implementing schools opening for all children in September. Fresh start. They don't, I don't believe that children need to repeat a year again. There's no need for that. Children bounce back. Because you have children from other countries who, you know, they can come in even in year, year 10 or whatever. You know, or, or, or even children that are year three or year four, they don't speak a word of English. But you sit them in a classroom, they integrate with children, and that's enough. They get it. Their brains were designed to absorb information beautifully, with no struggling. So children can start school in September. And until September, there's still months to go. Until September... The government can sit down with teachers and parents, the healthcare system, and say, okay, how do we send our children back into school or to have an education at all? How can we, the education, um, well, the education minister, how can I speak with parents and teachers? so that the children are still getting education, whether it's at home or in the school. What can we do? If the virus is still holding on in September, how can our children get an education without risking their lives? Can Can we change the way our education system has been designed, our curriculum has been designed, so that children can actually get a good, perfect education at home as they would in school can we do that can we 
provide the kids, provide parents with what they need so that children do not miss out on education, but their lives are also not at risk and also risking the lives of other people in the house. What can we do? So, thank you for listening to that. And I wanted to ask, what do you think? What do you believe should be done in this moment? Do you think that children should be going to school? Do you think that all the children in every year group should go to school now? Or do you believe that school should remain closed until we are more comfortable as a society at whole? That this virus is no longer the threat that it once was? Do you think that your education system could change as a result? As we see that working from home works just as well as working in an office, perhaps even better. Maybe homeschooling should not just be for the few, but a new normal. So what do you think? Should children be going to school next week? If you have children in those age categories, will, be, will you be sending your children? Let me know and I will see you guys next week Thursday. Bye.